everyone back to the tailgate country podcast we actually don't have guests today this is our last episode of 2020 and we thought we would take the time to go back and just look over some of the great stuff that was released in 2020 this is a no negativity podcast (laughs) i'm not going to shame you guys for what came out this year um but we thought it'd be a nice send-off so um before we get started uh happy holidays to everybody listening to this um before we dive in hunter you have something for everybody listening. Yeah, um, we're going to tell you about our friends at Southern Creek Clothing again. Um, they're an outdoor apparel company founded in 2019. Um, they pride themselves on great Southern apparel and quality customer service. And they're offering a 20% discount to all of our listeners if you use the code TG Country, all capitals. Yep. Last second <laughs> Christmas shopping. Just yeah. kidding. You're, you're too late on Christmas, but you could use the money you got for Christmas. To get some of this stuff so that's tg country for 20 percent off also don't forget to check out our website tgatecountry.com not to be confused with the promo code there tgatecountry.com you can find links to our podcast articles about our guests new music releases so much more that we just don't have time to talk about on the podcast uh and stuff that we don't release on social media so go check that out but without further ado let's talk about some of the good stuff that came out in 2020 So we can get us started off with, I mean, overall, what did you think about what was released this year? There was a ton of music released this year. There was a ton of music released this year. And I mean, I think the pandemic had a lot to do with that. With artists not touring, they had more time to put out more songs than usual. Yeah, and I know when we first kind of got the podcast going back up, we talked about, you know, our expectations of how COVID was going to affect that. So, you know, in comparison, like what, what did you overall think, but then also how did it compare to our COVID expectations? I, I guess what I found that was most interesting and we've had some artists talk about it on the podcast recently. Oh. Here, let me, let me go back. <laughs> I can cut stuff out. It's fine. Yeah. God, rookie idiot. I've never had this happen before. <laughs> what your mic fall or? Um, yeah. Nice. Okay. Can you still hear me? Yeah. yeah. Um, what, what I find really interesting and Hunter, um, you're more of the lyrics guy, but from the fallout from COVID and stuff, I'm interested to see what happens with lyrics and stuff. We, we had, um, we've had some artists talk about how the lyrics might be a little bit more shallower because they're writing on Zoom as opposed to writing in person. And it might not be as intimate as it was before. So I'm interested to see the fallout of that and, and see if that's something that people do notice going forward. Yeah, that's definitely interesting. Um, I don't know. I think it's kind of cool going off that a little bit, the songs that have come out about the pandemic. Like we had the Luke Combs song, the Brad Paisley had one. Um who else? I think there's uh, at least one more. Oh, the Riley Green one. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And just off the top of my head, the Zach Brown band song talks about quarantine too. Yeah. The song's not about it, but yeah, it mentions. Yeah, it mentions it. So I'm I'm curious, you know, even long term, those songs themselves, what will be the reaction? Will Luke Combs play six feet apart in concert next year? Or is that something that he's gonna want to totally forget about and stow away and never ever play again? Yeah, and those songs will we'll look back on those songs ten years from now and remember this time and how <laughs> I think it's interesting because songs always come out about, you know, what's going on in the world around it. But the last time that there was something close to this, I mean, even something as world shattering as the Great Depression, they didn't have means of recording those songs. Yeah. So like this might be the first time that we've seen such a global tragedy. And you know, there's been they, they had songs for like when the really terrible earthquake and, and hurricane hit Haiti and they have, mm-hmm. you know, like um, when the AIDS uh, epidemic was, was going on, they, you know, they had songs for Africa and stuff like that. But you don't really see like a global pandemic that everybody's so immersed in until 2020. So it's interesting to hear kind of the first recorded songs about that. I'm actually surprised there weren't more. Yeah, I mean, I think artists didn't want to go down that road. Like yeah. it's, it's really, I mean, obviously COVID has had an effect on all of our lives, but specifically for artists, I mean, that's their income is being out on the road in crowded venues. And with COVID, I mean, that is their livelihood that couldn't go on anymore. Yeah. I just heard a demo today by Tyler Rich that it mentioned California burning. Um, I think something about COVID and then I think something about the hurricanes and Louisiana Mm -hmm. so like 2020 recap yeah (laughs) well uh Cody Jinx has a song called what else is new and literally the opening line to it is um California is still on fire so it I guess that's been going on so yeah I mean as far as expectations and COVID aside from the fact that we're at the end of the year and this is still going on when I'm sure personally I didn't see that happening for that long but how did you know how did this year kind of defy or meet your expectations as far as the industry progressing or shows happening or you know how we had that episode when we first kind of came back and talked about what we think how covid would change the industry it did this year meet expectations defy expectations i think if i remember right we kind of talked about how we didn't think there would be a lot of music coming out and Mm -hmm. I think there's almost double the amount of music that I was expecting. Yeah. And do you think that's just from artists that we know that we pay attention to, or do you think it was music as a whole? Um, probably mu- music as a whole. I, I tend think. to think as a whole too. Yeah. I think people just, you know, similar to why this podcast is a thing, people had time on their hands and, yeah. you know, people were, zooming with their buddies or you know just constantly bouncing ideas off of each other like hey what if we did this for a song well if we put this lyric into it and you're just you know instead of sitting around all day you're just constantly brainstorming well let's talk about some of the stuff and some of the artists from 2020 instead of just 2020 as a whole so let's name some of the biggest breakouts 2020 it's hard to you know it's kind of hard to to play that because they didn't have the same live award shows and you know a lot of the stuff was still on zoom and and over the internet and stuff so you didn't really get the same kind of feel or at least i didn't think that way it's the same kind of feel as years past for who your breakout stars are 
um, because you didn't have, you know, someone announcing a big headlining show or tour or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but who are some of the names that you think had like a really big 2020 that really kind of helped them and their image? I think that Drew Parker putting out that EP has done a lot for him. Um, I think another one we definitely discovered in 2020 was Jason Nix. Yeah. I mean, man, that EP he put out is awesome. And same with the couple songs he put out before that. Um, Trey Lewis is a big one. Yeah, Trey Lewis. <laughs> I And I don't think he's a one-hit wonder either. If you've oh, seen no. some of the other stuff he's written and sung. Well, he's been putting out music for 10 years now. And so, like, good for him, honestly. Overnight um, sensation in just over 10 years for the yeah. era, words of Aaron Watson. Yeah, and hopefully he can, whatever song he puts out next or some of his previous songs take off, like, uh, take down in Dallas, so... <laughs> <laughs> Brian, did you have any breakout stars from this year? Obviously, I have a pick, and he's not a breakout star. Everyone knows him, but I don't know if anyone kind of enhanced, kind of ironic, enhanced their image, but garnered more attention this year than Morgan Wallen. And the That's, songs yeah. that he put yeah. out, I mean, he was already at the top of people's minds, but between More Than My Hometown, seven summers and you could even kind of include this bar in 2020. I mean, he just, he catapulted even farther than he was before. Yeah. I think, I think that's an interesting way of looking at it. Cause he did in more ways than just music too. He, you know, everyone knows who Morgan Wallen is now. Yes. It's, yes. And I don't know if someone, I don't know if there's another artist out there that improved on their likeness and, following more than he did this year probably like one of the best things for him doing that was when he went to jail and that mug shot oh i forgot yeah. when he got yeah. kicked out of kid rocks bar yeah. that yeah. happened this year that's yeah. right yeah oh boy that was something and then like all this his songs on tiktok how they've taken off on there how uh-huh. Seven and the saturday night live demo and TikTok convinced whoever in his team that he needed to release Seven Summers. So and the Saturday, the whole Saturday Night Live yeah. stint where he was making out with all the girls on college campuses, and then and for for better or for worse, he's had himself a year. Yeah, <laughs> um, yes, I, but I think it's great for him. I mean, he's not a breakout, definitely not a breakout, but he's he's even more known now than he was before. Yeah, I would put. Um, I think Lainey Wilson has had a big 2020 and I know that, you know, you listen to podcasts about her and she kind of makes it seem like it's been a low key, low key year for, and she hasn't been out touring like she has, but I really think that last year, uh, honestly, I discovered her last year, thanks to Hunter, but you know, I'm starting to notice more of her songs, but her songs are really taken off. I think, I think people in Nashville, they've known about her, but they're really picking up on her and she released a, a slew of really great songs they're not on an ep or anything they're all singles yeah, right now i think the but... full album comes out in early 2021 so yeah i think 2021 is going to be massive for laney wilson yeah. she is mm-hmm. one of the most talented people period in nashville i think oh yeah um okay so we kind of briefly talked about this before we hit record but i think this oh. would be kind of funny brian thought this too um who who or what did we discover in 2020 that is definitely not from 2020? And this is kind of a chance for us to admit, okay, I'll be honest. I've never heard this song before hand up, but 2020, I fixed that. 
Brian, since you thought that this would be a great segment, what's, what is your candidate? Okay. So I have a few here, some, um, a couple of them, a little bit more known than others. And I, I probably have more too that I just missed as I was going on my list, but voices by Chris Young. Are just you kidding me? That song just, well, yeah, specifically that song. I mean, I, I went through by songs. I, I could pull up artists too, but yeah, I mean, you know, we were saying like, there's some songs that you just miss and yeah. No, no negativity podcast, but that is yeah. a big song you missed. There, yeah, Brian. it's a big one. Okay. That was one of my bigger ones. And my second, uh, my other big one was Texas was you. Yeah. That's, yeah. That, that, yeah. that's, okay. that's fine. If you missed that one, I'll, I'll give you that one. Um, more regional i suppose one one that you're you guys are a big fan of but colby cooper it ain't me add a boy yeah there you get on the colby cooper bandwagon please that is a great song that everyone should be aware of you should just be aware of colby cooper in general yeah this won't be the last time we talk about him today you should just be aware of colby cooper man what thank you brian thank you finally taking one of our suggestions um hunter so new music guy but there's only one that really comes to mind right now and it's um what are you listening to by chris stapleton i found that one early on when luke combs played it as part of that like deep cut challenge that was going around on uh instagram what album is it from uh, I don't I, even know. The album's called "What Are You Listening To?" Yeah, it's a oh, single. It's oh, a single okay. from it's 2013. A, oh, a single. Okay. Yeah. Um, I would even say if we're talking artists to uh, Tyler Braden, I know we've talked a little bit about him before, but that's someone that I didn't have on my radar before yeah. this year. He's still fairly new. I think maybe in 2019 he may only had one or two songs out, yeah. but he definitely put out some solid stuff this year. Mm-hmm. Well, to some people, Brian, uh, you missing voices by Chris Young is is going to pale in comparison. I knew about them. I've always heard about them, but I finally buckled down on the Turnpike Trovadors this year. And oh my goodness, it it's life-changing. Like seriously, I, I've heard of them. Um, a lot of people are going to be like, oh my God, I can't believe you've never sat down listening to Turnpike. But I did this year. Um, and now I'm actually very sad that they're not releasing music or touring anyway that yeah was yeah they're really good and they need to you know evan felker needs to come back and you know when he's ready so yeah and hopefully um, he does glenn campbell is another one and that is you know the rhinestone cowboy 60s old 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 stuff um but i just discovered him this year thanks to uh, a live stream by Cody Johnson. He played Gentle on My Mind. And I was like, wow, this song is great. And I listened to the real thing and said, wow, this is great. Then I looked his guitar playing up on YouTube. And um, if anybody listening hasn't seen that yet, look it up. Uh, it will change. If you think you know who the best uh, guitar picker in country music is, your opinion will change. Unless you think it's Glenn Campbell already, then you're correct. <laughs> um, yeah, but let's kind of dive on into some of the songs, EPs, albums, the the projects that were released this year um let's talk about just some of the best just songs it can be from an album it doesn't have to be um i think my entire list is i try to make it all singles um but hunter what what did you have i pulled up my for the record i pulled up my spotify wrapped to give me a insight at 
I did it. I, I did. Yeah, I, I did. What was what was uh, what was your number one song on on Spotify Raps? What was at the top of the playlist? Ooh. Oh, this would be a good thing if we went around and did yeah, like our top too. three or yeah. something. Yeah, yeah let's yeah, do it. Be fine. Okay. My most played song was Southpaw by Kit Moore. I love that song ever since we heard that. I heard it live like way before the album came out. Um, yeah. That was like one of the last concerts we went to, too. So, yeah, that one's great. That came out so long ago that we talked about it like on an episode back yeah. when we did content episodes. Uh-huh. I'm ashamed that anyone who knows I'm a huge Kit Moore fan, I am ashamed that not a single Kit Moore song got in my top five. I'm like really disappointed in that. <laughs> uh i feel like i didn't live up to being a fan oh no okay. i don't have kit more on my top 100 no did you not add any of his new world no i did Wild i did world? and i listened to it especially um yeah southpaw i listen to southpaw a lot see so, my you know top... you know wait I, t- I take it back i'm down here in the 80s and there's sweet virginia okay oh see that's the only one that i i think that's the only one i don't have download from wild world ah that's unfortunate that's the one I listen to the most. I have, uh, not to derail, but I have South at number six. That is my top Kit Moore song from this year is South at number six. Well, you're just going to have to change that for next year. <laughs> yes. yeah. My number one, though, was This Bar. Morgan Wallen, released on New Year's Eve in 2020, 2019, whatever you want to call it. That so was Sp- far and away my number one song of 2020. I mean, Spotify rap didn't go by gross plays. I think they went by like plays per day because a lot of these songs, otherwise like everything that came out in January would be at the top. So I think that they might've done like how many times per day or how frequent the song was played as opposed to just gross plays. But I could uh, be wrong. It, it makes no you, idea. I wonder if there's an algorithm where they can see like which songs you binge listen to. It does because the top two on mine were yes. binged to the point of yes. nauseum for anybody but me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my number one was While You're Gone by Drew Parker. I That is one of my that's, favorite songs yeah. of all time. Like, that's how good it was put out. Um, and number two for me is Ain't Just a Van that came off of uh, Muscadine's latest album. Yeah. That's my top two. And those were songs that I binged. Like, people, other people probably get a headache <laughs> from the amount of times <laughs> I played these songs um but just two those those are my two favorite songs of the year i had gabrielle no surprise to you guys at number two really that high yeah dude yeah that's why i'm thinking that there's an algorithm where when that first came out i was probably listening to that you know five six seven times a day in a row yes yeah so yeah and honestly some days might have been in a row. And number three, I have Who Didn't by Logan Mize, which I find to be really interesting because, again, another good song, but I definitely did not listen to it nearly as much as The Spar or Gabrielle. Hunter, what did, what did you have in your two and three my, and four spots? My two spot was Cold Beer Calling My Name by jameson rogers and luke combs which i mean i listened to that song a lot when it came out but it was always the one that would it would jump straight to that song after like a playlist ended so i think that counted a lot into it and then number three was bombs away by chris colston which that's an awesome song that is a great song heard it live for the first time not too long ago 
that song slaps that whole album yeah. slaps we'll talk yeah, about that later but man that yeah that song is that song's killer what's a song in your you know top 25 or so that you're ashamed is up there ashamed of? oh i can pull a song off of my top 100 that i'm ashamed of i don't know if it's I, in my I can top pull 25. one off of my top nine that i'm ashamed of I'm oh not ashamed of any of them. dude yeah this is this is in my top 25 and i'm absolutely ashamed of it we've talked about it on the podcast before though hard to forget sam hunt for uh, for yeah. the for the curmudgeon of the group i listened the hell out of hard <laughs> to forget all right, I, I have two. I've I have two in my top twenty that I'm ashamed of. So I have Young Ones, uh, Sam Hunt. Sorry, then, Sam Hunt. <laughs> We're just dragging on this. Then, oh, what are you ashamed of? Oh, all Sam Hunt. That's in my top one. This, this one, you guys might remove me from the uh, podcast for, but uh, ain't worried about it. Florida Georgia Line. Oh no, that's okay. <laughs> That song, that's a, that that is a binge worthy song. There's no reason to be ashamed of a song if you like it. I mean, I agree. Well, so what? Yeah. Who cares like, if Florida Georgia Line's the Nickelback of country? If you like the song, you like the song. And let's let's face it, we yeah, all we're not liked, seriously judging. And we all liked Cruise. We all like you yeah. know yeah tip it on back like that stuff still hits today like. Yeah. Oh yeah, you know it doesn't hit lit this year, lit for Christmas or whatever. That anyway. I thought this was a no negativity. Podcast. It's a no negativity podcast. <laughs> We're not um, removing anyone. From <laughs> uh, okay, so at uh, what, three, I had this bar, so okay, must have been so. gross place. So, um, and then I had back to back Morgan Wong because then I had more than my hometown, which is the only, uh. Now, one of like two radio songs, I think, that I had in my top 20. Um, but that song hit differently from the second I heard it. It was, I like yeah, that one. And I'm glad I have that radio. one as number four, too. Um, Good choice. I, I had that at 29. Wow. What wow. are you doing, Brian? I know. Listening to other songs? I I guess. I didn't. That uh, album cover for More Than My Hometown is going to be iconic, too. Just yeah i like it it's I mean, funny i say the same just go thing. there and take pictures if they want like i say the same thing about this bar yeah this bar is yeah. a great album cover yeah. how they have the little time stamp on it uh-huh. yeah yeah um my fifth and final of the top five if we're just chatting about that is one that was not released in 2020 um and like i said i discovered turnpike this year so kansas city southern by turnpike Chargers. um <laughs> i put this on so Hunter graduated from college this year and he had a, a graduation party and his family was there and all that stuff. And he let me cue up this song and it was on like the loudspeakers outside. And a few people stopped at there doing, including Hunter himself and all kind of looked around like, what is this? Cause the beginning is really like super whiny fiddle like right off the bat. I remember that actually. Turnpike's good. Nothing wrong with that. Oh no, I wasn't ashamed of it. I was like, yeah. everybody let's listen here, <laughs> grab their attentions. That's what rounded out my top five. Yeah, my uh, fifth song, I had Boys by Muscadine Bloodline. Oh, I excellent I think piece. that's the best song they put out in all of 2020. I had that at 18. The so, best the best there. Muscadine song. It's, hang on. Yeah. Okay, so oh, that's tough. They put out so much stuff this year. I know. And everything they put out kills. Yeah. <sighs> 
I don't know if I could say Ain't Just the Van is the best song that they put out. It was my favorite song they put out. No, Boys is the best. Boys, one. Boys is, in my opinion, hands down the best Muscanine yeah. song. Yeah, well, we'll I like wait, that wait, album wait, cover wait, too. Wait. Speaking best of good mu- album, best covers. Muscanine song ever released or best Muscanine song of this year? This year. Okay. Yeah, um, I'll I'll agree with that. I won't argue yeah. with that. Yeah. It's just so well written, and it's yeah, it's, yeah. The whole thing is super good. It's like peak Muscadine. Yeah, who all wrote that one? Let's see. Randy Montana, of course. Charlie and <laughs> that, Tyler Reevy. Yeah, um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that sounds right. Um, what rounded out the top five for you guys? What? So Ooh. this bar, Gabrielle, who didn't top three. Number four, I had starting young by Brandon Lay. And number five, I had Hard Days by Brantley Gilbert. Ooh, Hard Days was a good one. Yeah. I, I would like to give a shout out to Brandon Lay. He had three in my top 12. Wow. All yes. released this year? All released this year. Brand, uh, starting Young at number four. No, no, no. Still Rock and Roll was 2019. Yeah. Mm. But that was that's how much I love that song is that was released October of 19, I think still made my top eight. You know what? Then, Hang on. I, I want to wait really quick. I want to interject. Just, just one word answer. We don't talk about it too much. What's a song that was released last year. That was so good that it bounced back into your top, oh. whatever this year, because oh. I had two of them. I had understand why by Cody Johnson released. That's my favorite song of all time. Um, and get that man a beer by Riley green are two songs that survived the year. <laughs> and I played to death in 2020 as well. I have everywhere but on at number six, and I think that one was out in 2019. Mm-hmm. Then Luke Combs released his album in 2019, right? Yeah, the deluxe version came out this year. Yeah, I've got reasons at like, I don't know, 10 or so. Brian, did you have any other 2019 releases that you played? Our uh, our buddy Mark Leach, Me Before You, that was mm. late 2019, right? I believe so. So I had I have that at number thirteen, and then like I said, still rock and roll by Brandon Lay. What's some other notable songs that we had? Maybe not on Spotify Wrapped, but just notable songs that you think, if we had to put together a playlist of fifteen to twenty songs for twenty twenty, what were what were some of your favorite songs that came out this year? Um, I'd throw Young Man's Blues on that. I would throw the entire Hollywood yeah. Gold EP on that. <laughs> I, I would. I love Parker McCollum. Oh, who had a breakout 2020? Parker McCollum had a breakout 2020. His, uh, pretty, is it Pretty Heart that's number one this yeah, week? Yeah, Pretty Heart Friend yeah. to be number one. Yeah. Young Man's Blues is well on its way too. Like a Cowboy's probably on its way. I don't know if they'll ever hit number one, but. Yeah, I don't know which one he's releasing next to radio. All of them. I would say. I don't know how po- I honestly don't know how popular this song has been, but every other memory by Ryan Hurd. I know Hunter, you're a fan of that one as well. Yeah, that one's pretty good. We'll see. We don't have to do popular songs. We don't have to be like, oh, you know, go take the top because you can go on Spotify and go find the country top forty. It's what mm-hmm. would we put on the playlist? You know, what would yes. be your favorite songs? Um, one song that's gotten radio play down here, um, but not nationally, is "One Day" by Tristan Merez. Tristan Morales is yeah. a name to write down. I'd put Drinking Alone by Noah Hicks on that one. You, Yeah, you love that song when it came yeah. out. Yeah, 
Um, I think you, obviously this is cliche and we've talked about it, but six feet apart. Gotta. Yeah. You have, yeah, you have cool. to on mine. Going along, um, Hunter, the same way that you did with drinking songs, Colder Than You by Kanan Smith. Yeah. It's a great that song. one took a while to grow on me. I didn't like it at first, but. I agree. Yeah. The first two times I listened to it, I was like, this is kind of weird. And then the wordplay in that is A+. Yeah. I still listen. And he released an acoustic song, acoustic version of it too. And both mm-hmm. versions landed in my top like 25. Yeah, yeah Kanan, I like that. I like that Smith song take, a lot. Yeah, and he's taking a left-hand turn because if you go and listen to his, you know, American Muscle, Hole in a Bottle, like those songs, um, they're very different from what he's put out this year. But I really like the direction he's going. Brian, what else did you have? Notable songs of 2020. Great I wanna, job. I wanna fit. I don't know what song to fit, but I wanna fit some Granger Smith in there. Mm. Trying his to. Country Things Volume 2, just kind of the whole... I'd say yeah. that's why I love Dirt Roads from that's probably... I think that came out in 2019, but... Yeah, I I would probably... I want to pull up all his songs. That's probably my favorite song of his in general. Yeah. I think uh, Where I Get It From, I think was my favorite. That one's good, of, yeah. Yeah, I really enjoyed that. Off um, of uh, Country Things? yeah. I I really liked Buy a Boy a Baseball too from Volume yeah, Two. That one's really good. Someone who I thought would put out a bunch of songs this year, and he put out some, but not a ton. And I'm gonna botch his name, even though I've heard it said before. Sean Stemmely. Yeah, I think, I that's, think how that's how you say, say it. it. Yeah. As far as I know. Yeah, was, that one's great. That was that was one of my favorite songs from the year. I think I would it's not in my top ten as far as plays go but I think that's one of my top 10 favorite songs released this year. That Lauren Elena EP that she put out, the getting over him. Um, oh dude, that's some good stuff. Yeah. The song with John party is great. And that yep. Barbacks, the other one that I like a lot. I also really like country and me from that one. Yeah. I guess the one came out March 6th. So that was kind of, that was a tough time to put out music. I yeah. Things everyone, are, everyone oof, just forgot things are going that. on March 6th. Jeez. That was like the last, that weekend was the yeah. last of the last of normal life as we know it. <laughs> yeah. And then a couple other songs I want to mention about um, of, of people that came on our podcast, specifically, they put out the songs, we heard them, and then we're like, wait, let's go get those guys. Um, mm-hmm. Mama Didn't Listen by Mikel Buck Band. That is, when I found out that he wasn't like from Texas, I was shook. Um, but Mama Didn't Listen is an a plus plus song um if you like red dirt country that's for you um and then last house standing by our guy mark leach we didn't have mom because of that song but i think that was i think that was my favorite song he put out in 2020 and he put out a lot of yeah a lot of quality stuff this year man we're just we're doing everybody a disservice with this though because there's so many like hunter said at the beginning like there's just so many songs that came out this year it's hard to track them all um so let's start lumping them into like your favorite EPs and favorite albums in general. Um, what what were some of the best EPs? Because, uh, boy, uh, this was a year for EPs. I think the best EP that came out was Money on You by Jason Nix. I said that the day it came out. <laughs> That's it's fair. Yeah. So I, good. Yeah. I, the, the title, I think the title track on that EP is my favorite too. I think yeah. Money on You is the, the one that really got me hooked on Jason. That's the song that I heard that I was like, man, we need to get him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
89 cents is great mm-hmm. preacher in a bar is great drunk tonight's great they're all good like yeah they need he needs to blow up yeah definitely yeah well he's on his way too yeah brian what what would if you to name one ep what was like th- your favorite ep from this year our buddy manny blue new ink new ink yes i really like all of the songs on that album or on that ep i think every yeah. single one every i have downloaded and i listen every, to regularly every song on that ep slaps yes i think yeah. every one of those songs is on my spotify wrapped yes yes yeah somewhere somewhere in there yeah they're, all, a, they're all on there it was a big year for manny this year too he really powered through you know the pandemic and got got business done yeah um when he, a lot of people couldn't he had all those like really well put together live streams with the other artists and yeah the blue crew sessions yeah because yeah, he was telling us that that for anybody who might have missed it it was uh used to be a live writers round yeah and then that got shut down so he hopes to return that um yeah new ink that yes man, that slaps and that didn't even have girls and beer on it either you're right. I forgot about that. Yeah. I didn't even realize that. Yeah. No. Manny Blue, keep and we're not just saying that because he's our buddy. Like no, honestly, straight, it's... straight up keep keep this guy on your radar. <laughs> I'll show I'll show you my Spotify wrapped. It's not making this yeah. stuff up. Girls and beer is on there too. I okay, fine. I'll go for the low low hanging fruit. Uh boys by Moscadine. The that EP is yeah nonsense. There's there's no way that you should be able to have that kind of collection of great songs on there. <laughs> it's it's true i'll just take the other low-hanging fruit too if it wasn't for trucks by riley green pair of some some of my favorite artists right there eps that came out Mm -hmm. unfair you know it's funny i I should have thought of that one i don't know why that one went over my head dude it's hard to think about what came out in 2020 i mean you could go through the text that hunter and i had when i was trying to put together our top 100 songs article and even this list and he's like nope that was this year. That was this year. Hey, remember this came out, and I'm like, geez, it was such a packed year. Um, outlaw, my outlaw. like, yes, outlaw, oh. Kurt Freeman. Hell yeah, it's almost like we heard that before the show. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like uh, we know him. We know him, and we used the song for a reason. I mean, we didn't just go be like, hey, can someone help us out? We want to use a song for our podcast can anybody just give us stuff no like we heard that song and we were using texas before for mm. the ogs of this podcast remember when we used to use texas but then we heard outlaw and all three of us immediately were like oh no no we're, it's we're gotta be that. our intro yeah gotta be the intro yeah we believe in him we believe in his music so yeah we sure do yeah, and yeah. hearing it live too was awesome yeah especially when you're in a small community park yeah, that was cool. Yeah, it was like his hometown. There's, you know, it was at like the peak of social distancing. And, um, but there's still a ton of people showed up for that socially distanced. We were yeah, outside and yes. stuff, but a ton of people showed up to support him. And we're not, you know, we've said it before about other people, but like we're not throwing this in here just because, you know, he's our guy. Like he's our guy because he's a great artist. Yeah. Um, I'd say my like 1B EP of 2020 was Coming My Way by CJ Solar. Definitely. Yeah. Feels like it I was a last year project. And it wasn't. It came out around Easter ish. May 1st. Yeah. Just a little bit after Easter. Wow. May. Late as May, too. Yeah. It doesn't seem like it was that Jeez. late. But yeah. Yeah. She, she'll Run um, was probably is one of my top five favorite songs of the year. 
and it's that project made us go like oh cj solar and then yeah. we had him on and we're like oh cj solar <laughs> <laughs> ones that i think that that were left and again it's just so hard to collect all of 2020 but the while you're gone ep we kind of touched on it earlier um that was great and then colby cooper volume two was an ep and that came out this year um and we talked about colby cooper too. get on the that one on his band jams on it that has some jams um the radio station around here 95.9 the ranch they they are playing like everything off that ep right now really yeah like you know how usually when you hear how when you hear an artist they have like one song on the radio you know if it's luke combs he's got two if it's you know carrie underwood or whatever she's got two but like when you hear those other artists it's only one song but like colby cooper every time he comes on the radio it's a different song he's did he has put out a lot of songs recently and I think that's the one thing about Texas radio is they don't, they only play one song by every artist. Like they yeah, do that's true. nationally. Um, so last thing we haven't talked about is albums, you know, like the biggest releases of 2020. So what's, what are some of the, what are your favorites? Honestly? Um, I would start off with burn it at both ends by Muscadine. I mean, we're a pro Muscadine uh, podcast as this is see. this has turned into a best of muscadine yeah. <laughs> 2020 <laughs> podcast for good reason yeah yeah this uh, the whole album's fantastic and the fact that it's so good they're going back and putting out reimagined versions of all the songs again and we eat uh, it up yeah it can't get <laughs> yeah. any better than that no i mean we played that just like straight through the entire time we were on our we were on a weekend getaway in new york and it was just yeah. like that was the weekend it came out. Yeah. Like anything that came out that weekend, I'm sorry. <laughs> if it yeah. wasn't this, I wasn't listening to it. Um, Brian, what what do you what what are your favorite albums from this year? Um well, I know you're number should, one. It should come as no surprise, but yes, Wild World by Kip Moore. I think that's a good I can't believe it came out in 2020 Canada. I couldn't mind. Uh, yeah. I forgot yeah. this came out. Especially because he released so many of the songs as singles leading up to it, and those were in early 2020. Yeah, he sure did. Was, was Wild World pre-COVID? No. No, oh no, God, no. It was, it was like the April? end of May. Yeah. May. I was thinking April. Yeah, it was like May 25th, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it was nice enough because I remember, yeah, I remember like being outside around that. Wow. Jeez. Um, I feel like it hasn't gotten that much attention though, which obviously probably due in fact to him not touring right now, but the songs on there still not as good as slow heart but the songs on there are so much deeper than slow heart so what did end up going um to radio did just um just well she's mine she, was yeah, the initial it. off that's of it. right that one's older though what and else maybe more than enough i don't think anything else did nothing not else even did. wild world did no no wow do you think or red no, didn't red red white blue jean. I could I swear that one so. did. No, I don't think so either. Do you think he's holding off? Maybe I don't know. Is it his choice? I don't it's know. It's probably not his, but Kip Moore. So, I go ahead. I don't think this album was really built for radio, and I don't no. think Kip Moore cares. I agree. No, I think. Oh, well, you Kit don't Moore think Kip Moore about, cares? <laughs> he puts out an album and then just goes surfing for three months. I, and I don't yeah. think I, I, I care less. I will say too, I don't think these songs will be the big songs as concerts either. 
I think they're they're great songs, but I don't know if they're the everyone sing along to type of songs that he puts out. I could be wrong, obviously, but do you, do you think Janie Blue will ever replace Guitar Man as his like outro song at his concerts? No, no. I think Guitar I Man will always keep it. I think either Guitar Man or um, uh, Payin' Hard. Mm. Oh, Payin' Hard, I, those yeah. two songs, I can see Payin' Hard. Those two songs are very similar. And yeah. Guitar Man means a lot to him, and you can tell yes, that. Does. Yeah, yeah. I think Co Wetzel and Kit Moore are the two guys that have the biggest underground following, I think. Like, they're... Yeah. Their fan bases are enormous and extremely passionate, um, but they don't have the national kind of attention that other guys do. Parker McCollum was in that category, but now he's being played all over the radio and whatnot. But I think I think Kit Moore has one of the best underground fan bases. So, Brian, when you say it's not the songs everyone sings along to, I think these are the songs everyone yeah. sings along to. True. It, right? True. Like the casual fan might not, but like Kit Moore is – his core of his fan base, I think is, I don't, that's what they I, live for. I don't think Kipmore will ever headline a big festival. You know, he'll no, never, I don't think not. he'll ever get to that point, but he'll always be the eight o'clock kind of guy. The second guy, um, the main warm up. I would agree with that, but he's also the guy who plays at eight o'clock and then the crowd gets noticeably smaller when the headliner comes up because <laughs> yeah. all of his fans left. <laughs> Um, okay, well, we'll go along the same line of uh, underground country followings um, and talk about a guy I just discovered in 2020. Coulter Wall released an album, and it's a mouthful, called Western Swing and Waltzes and Other Punchy Songs. And I love the ending of and other pun. I had to Google what punchy meant. <laughs> but this I album totally is great. That, but that is great. This album is outstanding, and it's not for everybody. <laughs> I don't even think it's for you guys. Hunter's no, viciously shaking like his head. Nah, it's, it, that's fine. It's, he's, he's certainly not for everybody. Um, I ate it up. I love Coulter Wall's stuff. Um, I put that out there because I know nobody else would. You're right. <laughs> Honestly, I hadn't even heard of it. So, Western swing and waltzes and other punchy songs. Down at the rodeo. No, seriously. He's, he, no, I'm not going to because that's what his songs are. Um, other candidates for best albums of 2020. Um, my number two was Chasing Ballads by Bo Armstrong. Um, had we had one. him on a couple months ago. And sure did. Ever since then, I've just loved his music. And this album is fantastic. I think it goes along the same lines as uh, Kit Moore's Wild World, where like if you listen to lyrics and you get wrapped up in the story, Hunter, you're the lyrics yeah, guy, you're a sucker right. for lyrics. It's like, it immerses, like this is an album that immerses you yeah. and rewards oh, yeah. those that listen to it straight mm-hmm. through. Like not, not a surprise, but here and now by Kenny Chesney. Wait, that was 2020. <laughs> yeah. And we hadn't talked about it at all. We hadn't even talked about any of the music yet on the podcast. That was 2020. Hmm. It was, May 1st, 2020, sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. It had Knowing You on there. You guys kept making fun you of me because I like that song. So, yes, I do, because it's a classic Kenny Chesney song, even though it's not going to be the one that everybody knows. Yeah, that's that, that would probably be my runner-up. Hunter, what else do you got? 
Um, I guess my third one I could say is A Rock by Hardy. Yep. I I don't even know what to say about it. It's so good. Um, yeah, it's a great one. I mean, we're we're really anxiously awaiting a full length record from Hardy. Yeah. We finally got it. I would oh. probably lump him into the conversation from before about Breakout from 2020. Oh yeah, he sure did. Yeah, Probably more fall 2019, but carry carrying over into 2020. Yeah, he should um, put out another Hicks tape here soon too. That'd be awesome. Nice. Oh yeah, there's speaking of songs from 2020. This one I I texted you about the other day, Hunter, and it's called "Some Things Never Change." It's by Dallas Smith featuring Hardy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's it's some of Hardy's finest work, even though he's just featured in it. Um, it's a great song. I'd recommend listening to it. Yeah. Uh, other albums that came out, uh, I have Country State of Mind written down um, by Josh Turner. You guys know. I love that song. I now own it on vinyl. I like nice. it so much. Giant bumper <laughs> sticker size uh, <laughs> stickers on my guitar of it. Um, and Hunter and I just saw Josh Turner not too long ago, so we got to hear some of these songs live. It's just, it, you know, they're not original songs, but it's, uh, I think it's a masterpiece. I think it's great. Born here, live here. Die Here by Luke Bryan. That yes. was an album that was released this year, right? Uh, was it? Yeah, yeah, it was. it was. What are you talking about? We actually talked about that one. Yeah, Did we talk about know, that? Yeah, we talked about that on the just, podcast. We talked about how the songs that were released to radio were built for radio, and then all the, all the rest of the songs were really good songs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't. That's such a, a great ton. way of putting it. I don't have a ton from Born Here, Live Here, Die Here. Uh, mine actually i think the stretch of little less broken for a boat and where are we going is some of the best yeah. of luke bryan period yeah. i like little less broken yeah i have that one i thought that was solid especially that for August. considering we got one margarita as our like preview of the album coming out and um <laughs> knocking knockin boots. boots yeah, yeah. The, the, that was like the preview we got and i know we all rolled our eyes and then it came out and we're like Okay, fine. We'll listen to it, and then we're like, "Wait a minute, <laughs> there's some good stuff on here." The only thing I don't like is "Too Drunk to Drive." I do not like that song. I don't like a lot of songs on this album. Yeah, but if you draw a hard line after that song, I like all of them. Yeah. So if you if you put like an EP out, would you include song, "Down to One" in that? It's on that album. No, it no, is. but when he Brett was looking at the track list. And he said, like, a little less broken down to where are we going? Yeah, I think that one. You would include that. Loops kind of into those songs that are really thing. good. Yeah. Um, The last one that I got on here, and again, I know we're missing a whole bunch of stuff, but Hunter, I'm surprised you didn't bring this one up. Bombs Away. Chris. Bombs Away, yeah. Chris Colson. You mentioned the song earlier. Um, but This whole album is yeah. pretty great. Whiskey I mean, Sunset. Yeah, that's one I kind of forgot was 2022. Yeah, that was uh, that was mid twenty. Yeah, it was middle of June. Um, Five beers, I think, is probably the best song off that album. And then he went and released another song too. Yeah, uh, called Slow, Slow. This year, mm-hmm. not bad. Before, okay, so before we start wrapping this up, I know I said it was an all positive podcast, but I do want to talk about maybe some disappointments. Um, maybe something that was really built up that we we're all really excited for oh and boy if we don't have the same answer on this i'm gonna be somewhat surprised Ooh. 
Do we have the same answer on this? Maybe. It'd be more interesting if we didn't. Brian, what, what's your candidate? Dis- disappointment of 2020 is yeah. Sunday Drive by Brett Aldridge. Okay, yeah, we don't have the same. Yeah, I, I, I didn't think we would. That's in, why, was it, why was it disappointing? Yeah. Uh, besides Gabrielle, which was a single ahead of time, just none of them stuck. I, it just didn't do it for me, which is disappointing because I love, absolutely love his older stuff. Yeah, I would include his older stuff in my top 100 songs of all time. Is it of the adage like, be good, be bad, be anything but boring, and this fell under boring? Yes. Yes. There's no spark there. Hunter, so. do you have a gigantic disappointment? You might agree with mine. I probably will, but I honestly don't really know what you're talking about. Eric Church. Um, oh. Everything that Eric Church has released except for doing life with me, I think was a massive letdown and he's doing his own. Ooh, thing. I like hell of a view. Yeah. Hell of I a thought view it was good. fine. I thought it was like okay. Doing life oh. with me is good though. Yeah. yeah You're right though. Oh, dude. I, I just thought, I don't know if there was much hype leading up to that. Cause I don't know if they were, excited. I was hyped. We were hyped. My, yeah. t- my kind of hype for Brett Aldridge was different because that was his first album since 2016 2017 i think 2017 so that's that's where my disappointment comes from is that i've been waiting years for new music from him and there was it didn't it didn't do anything for me how about this specifically i'll draw even a specific line of the ultimate disappointment for me personally with eric church especially once i found out he was putting out new music i got so excited you know i love eric church uh-huh the back-to-back of stick that in your country song bad mother trucker yeah. those are the first two songs he put out i was like are you serious and i haven't been impressed since then um hell of you was fine through my ray bands was okay doing life with me i think is a very good song but that album the music yeah. is just not i know he's doing his own thing and i know this is what everyone says and we all roll our eyes at them but like that's not the eric church that like i love listening to mm-hmm. hunter did that sway your disappointment yeah of 2020? i mean yeah, it's just not the way old Eric Church was. And I mean, there were songs on his last album that we didn't like. And he seems to kind of be still going that way with this new one. So, yeah, I, th- I think it's a completely different direction than what he did, but it's still the direction of being kind of off the wall, but to the point of being off putting. Yeah. You know, it was kind of a disappointment too. Just in general as a human being or <laughs> with their music? <laughs> with their recent music is uh and i don't know if you guys were a fan of dan and shay before but there there's stuff in the past year two years just <laughs> and your your like of comments is says it all i think there's stuff from the beginning is <laughs> yeah i i figured that i, I mean my mom I like really it. likes dan and shay who does my mom <laughs> yeah no no they're fine but their stuff this year isn't even. Hey, like we I'd... said, like like Hunter said at the beginning, don't be disappointed, don't be embarrassed or ashamed of what you're yeah. listening to. Like if you like no, it, you no, like no, it. No, I'm cool. not ashamed that I listen to their older stuff because I think their older stuff is pretty good. Tequila was good, and then like after that, eh. yeah. Well, let's let's end on a good note. <laughs> we're not going to end on who the biggest disappointments were. Okay, you have one song 
that you get to keep from 2020 and you have to throw the rest away. It could be your favorite. It could be the one you think defines 2020 the most. You could think it's the best. Whichever one, you can keep one song and everything else from 2020 goes away. What are you keeping? Trainwreck by Ashlyn Craft. I haven't said that one yet. No, you sure have That's one of my favorite. That's probably one of my... I was expecting that to be my top Spotify song of 2020. I think it was like six or seven. But yeah, I love that song. Starting Young, Brandon Lay. I already talked about it while you're gone, Drew Parker. Yeah, that one's a close second. That means I have to leave Muscadine. That's yeah. like one of the that's one of those songs that I wish I could listen to again for the first time. Oh yeah. I, I can tell you specifically where I was at a truck stop in Iowa <laughs> and I was pulling out and I remember exactly what that landscape looks like the first time I heard While You're Gone by Drew Parker. That probably made it sound a little weird, but it's true. <laughs> so I was on a big long road trip. Um okay, uh keep one EP, throw the rest away. What are you keeping? Oh um the Jason Nick's one, of course. Yeah, I think this is just a repeat of what we said before. Yeah, but we said which ones we liked before, but I never made you choose. Oh. You have to throw all the rest away. They didn't happen. Same answer as I said before, um, New Ink by Manny Blue. I would say uh, if it wasn't for trucks, Riley Green. But then we wouldn't have a podcast intro. We'd have throwaway outlaw. This is hard. This is why I did this. Um, Okay, keep one album. Toss the rest. I'd keep chasing ballads. Brian, what would you keep? Wild World. I'd keep burning at both ends. I think that was a pretty comprehensive view of 2020. I know a ton came out and we missed a million of it and people can angrily leave. Can't believe that we didn't talk about Co Wetzel's album, Sellout, that just came <laughs> out. Can't believe we didn't do it. We barely touched on Hollywood Gold by Parker. We didn't talk about um, The Chicken Farmer. <laughs> we didn't talk about The Chicken Farmer. You're right. Oh man, can I revise my song of 2020? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the way. Um, but seriously, I think this was a pretty, pretty amazing year for music. Um, I think it's the I haven't like gone back and actually looked at each year to decide which one's my favorite, but like 2020, the music that came out this year really gives even like the late, you know, late two thousands, early twenty tens country a run for its money. In my mind, that's what I grew up listening to. Any final thoughts on music released this year? I think we got it covered. I got nothing. Just hoping for an even better 2021. If they can top 2021. Which they will. We, we're not even in concert season. We were out of concert season for the past. I don't think concerts are happening in 2021. Oh, no. Uh, no negativity at the end of the podcast. I will say concerts will be fully in session by June. Book I agree. It. Oh, Book yeah. it. When, it, when you can go to CVS and go get the COVID vaccine, that's when concerts should be back, which yes. hopefully May, June. Yeah, we'll, uh, who knows? Maybe we'll do a 2021 preview and get all excited for a whole bunch of stuff. <laughs> Maybe we'll have to do that. Yeah, but thanks everybody for listening. Uh, I have it written here. Hope you enjoyed the interview, but we didn't do an interview. So I hope you enjoyed the recap of 2020. Uh, let us know what you thought of this year. Um, it was a pretty stacked year for music. Maybe you hated all of it. Who knows? Um, but if you liked our show, don't forget to leave a review for us. It'll help us grow and improve. Um, so if you have any suggestions for artists or anybody that you'd like to hear on here, let us know on social media. Let us know in a review. Uh, send us an email. But thanks again, everyone, for listening. We'll see everyone right back here next year. And uh, thanks, to everybody, listening for an outstanding 2020. 